You've all heard the saying, there is no I in team. Well, that's partly correct. But we each bring a unique perspective and experience when working as a team. So it can be viewed as a collective group of eyes that work together to build a team of success. Welcome to Unleash Your Inner Goldilocks. How to get it just right. With host Dr. Cass Henry. In today's program, we'll uncover the tools of team success in order to achieve winning results. Now, here is Dr. Cass Henry. Welcome to Unleash Your Inner Goldilocks, How to Get It Just Right. I'm Dr. Cass Henry, and I'm happy to share another hour with you. Before we get started, I want to wish everyone a wonderfully joyous new year. May the new year open up all sorts of possibilities and help you find your own happiness, peace, and prosperity. We continue our dialogue of driving social change today, building on the organizational framework we have been exploring over the last four weeks. As an educator practitioner, I have carried the vision of public-private university partnership as my driving force in my personal mission of building to last and ennobling for success. I believe that continued learning is the underpinning of true accountability and progress happens only with effective public-private partnership and university engagement because accountability transcends official roles played by professionals while the artificial divide that exists in the marketplace only divide all three sectors to hinder progress. As you hear me say last week, my life's work has now been amplified by the partnership with the AGA through the formation of our new Greater Chicago chapter. Giving flight to my vision are a group of change agents I am so very blessed to share a powerful journey with. These change agents come from governmental agencies, corporations, and universities with diverse experience, areas of focus, and insights, enriching the shared prosperity we collectively strive for. I continue to teach and learn because I fully embrace the notion that the pen is indeed mightier than the sword and concur with Nelson Mandela that education is the most powerful weapon which you can use to change the world. Education is not just to develop technical skills and IQ, but to develop EQ, the emotional quotient, and drive emotional intelligence necessary for leading and shaping our world. By developing both IQ and EQ, we have the opportunity to develop a cadre of leaders who understand accountability and stewardship, who take seriously the need for authenticity and integrity, who will help build an organization and society rooted in the culture of inclusivity, shared growth, and mutual respect. Joining me today in this wonderfully enlightening conversation that sits in the heart of growth, education, and expansion of knowledge is Kathy Resman from Southern Illinois University in our episode, Driving Accountability and Stewardship Via Continuing Professional Education. Kathy, welcome to the show. Thank you, Dr. Henry. It is so wonderful to have you join me on the show 
Kathy, since you and I are working on this new organization, you are helping drive some of the initiatives we are trying to do. And the theme being centered on continuing education um, in order to drive accountability and show stewardship. I just want us to take a moment and talk about what accountability means for each of us. And with that thought of accountability, what drew you to join this organization and be a part of this movement? Well, thank you, Cass. I I'm really want to say that I'm happy to be here and joining you today on your radio show. And um, you and I have built a relationship over the past couple of years. Uh-huh. Um, we've connected uh, via uh, Southern Illinois University Carbondale. Um, I'm the Chicago Regional Coordinator, and you are a faculty member. Mm-hmm. So you're the one that uh, connected me with AGA and has um, encouraged me to join you in this movement and, and in building the AGA Greater Chicago Chapter. So I want to thank you for that. Um, accountability and mm-hmm. means to me. Now, accountability is everyone's responsibility. Um, working Definitely. for a state organization, it doesn't matter what level you're in, what level of the organization you're in, you're accountable as a state employee. So when we talk about accountability, um, we're talking about maintaining the ethical standards and uh, the uh, just citizen or employee responsibilities mm-hmm. to to um, to the public. Uh, yes. So it doesn't matter what your role is. Um, if you're responsible for a budget, you are accountable to 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 execute that budget to the mm-hmm. best of your ability and mm-hmm. follow the um, ethical standards of the organization. Mm-hmm. So um, that's Makes kind of, sense. Uh, mm-hmm. that's, that's what I'm thinking when I think of accountability. Okay. Now, okay. Makes total the other sense. person, the mm-hmm. other person responsible for um, leading the path uh, mm-hmm. was I was able to attend one of the meetings and our president, um, of the SAU uh, university system, uh, Randy Dunn talked about the educator's role in helping people understand their responsibility as a steward, as a citizen, and and their responsibility to learn. Mm-hmm. Uh, learn about the community, how money's being. How how are even down to the you know town or county level? Mm-hmm. How are we holding them responsible, and how are we uh, holding them accountable uh, for managing our budgets, our mm-hmm. money, True. our local True. government? Mm-hmm. So it. It permeates every level, and I like the fact that you're looking at it uh, as a state university, as a state university agency, the responsibility and the stewardship of managing that money and making that money deliver the outcome. So the educator in me 
also looks at accountability from the perspective of how do we groom the next generation and give them the tools and the know-how. Exactly. In school, we're not giving them the answers. We're teaching them how to think. And in that process of developing their IQ and EQ and showing them the path to finding solutions, we are developing individuals who grow up to be accountable to themselves, to their families, to their employment, right, to their society, as well as as citizens to their community at large. And one of the things we as educators have to take seriously and sometimes in a um, outcome-based education system, that can be quickly forgotten. Everything is metrics-driven. Everything is about checking and, checking and ticking boxes. And that larger mission and perspective can get lost in a classroom. And the trick is to keep that front and front and center and not lose sight of that. Because unlike any other profession, those of us who are blessed to be in the world of education truly have the opportunity to shape the next generation and comes with that opportunity, the burden, right? Because we do have to take that accountability for educating and grooming that next generation really, really seriously. Well, and in... And I would like to add to what you're saying. In today's uh, political environment, um, it's so important for people to be able to to research and get answers because you can't just count on uh, the, the many different sources where people get information, whether it be Facebook, Twitter, uh Internet, it doesn't matter. You have to be able to weed through the information and and get to the root of what the issues are. So yes. I think that's what education, higher education, helps people do. It is how to research a subject, how to make a decision, and then be able to intelligently speak about that and debate mm-hmm. a topic. Um, you make without, a wonderful point. Thank you. Thank you yeah. for making that excellent point, because ultimately we have evolved into a society where user edited content of social media is driving the public domain conversation and disrupting civil society. And nobody yeah. seemed to realize that user edited content is not real source of data. You have to go and do your own research and get to the root of things in order to discern and make your opinion heard, right? Otherwise, if you are not an informed consumer of information and an active user of research and information, you're just a talking head on a TV show with an opinion piece. Right. Most people don't know that Wikipedia, you cannot use Wikipedia as a source. Uh So the information that comes there is coming from many different sources, but you must investigate. Just because it's on Wikipedia doesn't mean it's true. Um, So so that research, I think that's the best thing about higher education is how to conduct research and uh, form an opinion and then uh, be able to debate that topic Mm-hmm. Without getting, without taking things personally, and you know, moving things forward based on research and facts. Mm-hmm.
So, so that that's truly what I believe. Um, mm-hmm. You know, higher ed has to offer, and and we as educators um, can help. Uh, you know, students become lifelong learners. We teach them how to do the research, mm-hmm. and move it. They can move it forward. So. Um, uh, to your point, we are raising the next generation. Yes. Uh-huh. And we, we have move. a very, very serious responsibility. The culture I was raised in, we believe that there are two roles in a person's life that shapes that person's destiny. First is your teacher. Second is your spouse. The teacher determines how open of a mind you're going to have and how much of IQ and EQ you are going to develop to possess. And your spouse is going to determine in 10 seconds whether you're going to use it or lose it, right? Right. (laughs) (laughs) We jokingly say it takes one person to, you know, turn a monkey into an adult, and then it takes the spouse who comes along to take the adult and turn them back into a chimpanzee. So (laughs) in a very tongue-in-cheek way, it does make sense, and it truly keeps reminding me the importance of my role as an educator. But then when I am in the my day job, in my full-time uh, day job, because I'm teaching nights and weekends, there, while I am an executive, my role is to lead and teach and mentor and guide. So I don't look at that role as any different from being an educator in the classroom, because even in the corporate environment, learning, growing, and developing the next generation to have a viable business continuity and succession plan is mission critical for an organization. And there right. too, we have to continue to instill the ability to go and look at the facts, but then don't look at facts in the absence of humanity. Because sometimes in the business world, it tends to get cold, hard facts. And, you know, like in the movie, they say, just the facts, ma'am. Just the facts yeah. is not going to help us because facts you can discern with your IQ, but if you don't have your emotional intelligence and your emotional quotient to understand how these facts can be used in a constructive way to impact society positively and how do we build people up instead of tearing people down, then all of those facts often not. Right. So with that thought, we are going to go into our first break, Kathy, and when we come back, let's pick up this conversation. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com If you are looking for an outstanding keynote speaker, look no further than Dr. Cass Henry. Cass is available to speak to your company. She also offers organizational leadership development seminars and workshops. These seminars can integrate learning and development, customer service, processes, and financial growth. Positive, motivated employees care about their customers and work products. Visit CassHenry.com or follow Dr. Cass Henry on Facebook. That's KASHenry.com for more information. Organizational training does not have to be a difficult job. Visit Dr. Cass Henry's site to find out more about her organizational training curriculum development and global organizational training webinars. 
These informative webinars cover leadership development, career path and succession planning, financial performance improvement and change management, and corporate finance. For more information, please visit CassHenry.com and follow Cass Henry on Facebook. That's CassHenry.com. Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You're listening to Unleash Your Inner Goldilocks. How to get it just right. To reach Dr. Cass Henry or her guest today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to Henry at hotmail.com. Now, back to this week's program. Welcome back to Unleash Your Inner Goldilocks, How to Get It Just Right. You're joining us on the episode, Driving Accountability and Stewardship, We are Continuing Professional Education. I am engaging in a wonderful conversation with Kathy Resman from Southern Illinois University. Kathy, welcome back to the show. Thank you. So as we went for the break, we were talking about accountability and the different dimensions accountability takes Uh, in society as well as for us in the world of education. And what I want to do is build on that and talk about one of the core missions and goals of our HDA Greater Chicago chapter is to use continuing professional education and continuous learning to build the kind of necessary soft skills and technical skills to add to our knowledge and skills of accountability and stewardship. That means whether it is cybersecurity from the perspective of technology to make sure we're preserving the assets of an organization so that we can deliver the value proposition of that organization to all its stakeholders. That is one form of accountability. People in the accounting and finance world making sure that the money is used for the right purpose and budgets are managed appropriately so that there is no waste and abuse and fraud, right? We talked about educators. So there are different roles in every organization and in a society that comes at accountability very, very differently. But ultimately, we all need to understand what that means collectively and how we can better partner and how we can drive the kind of results in our community that we want to. So keeping that as our foundation. I want us to explore how education helps us open our minds and instill collaborative problem solving. Because through the process of learning and collaboration, solutions from different perspectives can be understood, synthesized and optimal plans can be developed for conducive outcomes for our time, place and society, right? Not the solutions that were applicable in our great-grandparents' time because that day and time is gone. So relevant, timely, appropriate solutions. And how do you see, as our new organization evolves, 
we bring about such open-minded thinking and collaborative problem solving that would show the absence of partisanship and extreme that totally keeps us uh, from, you know, doing the right thing. Because as the show indicates, our whole goal thematically on the show is getting things just right. And we live in a time and place where we are so polarized. And how can we use education to eliminate that polarization and help people meet somewhere in the middle? Because true progress happens from the middle, a little bit left and a little bit right of center. Right. Well, one of the things that I'm hoping that we can do with our organization, in fact, I know we are going to do this, Mm -hmm. is um, we have to have diversity, diversity Mm -hmm. of, of thought, opinion, uh, we talked about, I'm, a, I'm from a state university, but we want to get other educators, other community colleges, universities involved. Yes. Um, from, from diverse um, perspectives, we, we can uh, work together to build something um, something great. Yes. Um, we don't want to pigeonhole ourselves. We don't want the only university to be SIU. Um, and I think, you know, speaking from just an SIU perspective, um, when we talk about diversity, um, we have, we're one of 21 universities at a campus in Lake County. Um, that's mm-hmm. called University Center of Lake County. Which is so where we just had our graduation, right, last weekend. Right. Beautiful, mm-hmm. beautiful facility. SIU was mm-hmm. a founding member along with uh, Northern Illinois University and several others. Um, so we, uh, we invested in our time and effort in helping build this University Center because we knew there was a need for people in Lake County to have access to university programs, um, but they're place-bound, so they can't always pick up and go. Mm -hmm. Um, So these are place-bound students. So we're we're one universities. We have unique programs, and we all play well in the sandbox together. So when I have a student come in looking for a particular program, Mm -hmm. I may have the SIU degree program that fits their need. But if I don't, I'm looking at the other program offerings at that university center. Mm -hmm. They may not enroll in my program, but I want to make sure that they get the program that is going to suit or meet their career objective. And that's the responsible thing to do, right? Because it's not about getting the student into our university, but getting them that education that is right for them. That is correct. So so that's an example of what we want to do with our AGA Mm -hmm. chapter, our our organization, Mm -hmm. is we want to attract all sorts of people um, in... um, governmental positions, not just accounting positions, but 
people that can provide um, a diverse um, perspective. Um, they're coming from different organizations, different backgrounds, different educational backgrounds. We want to attract different universities that offer different type of programs. Um, and what does that do? That makes us a better organization because we have that. Um, yes, and, and people sometimes real- forget yeah, that ahead. in our diversity and in that richness is where we find our strength, and that is truly what gives us the stability and the lasting power, right? And I am so glad to see we have a lot of young students who have joined the organization from different ethnic backgrounds, different language skills, different upbringings from different universities, and they're already volunteering to serve They are volunteering to assist in leadership positions. And we're also seeing professionals from both the public and the private sector organizations, whether it's from marketing, whether it's in project management, whether it's in cybersecurity and technology, whether it's police, fire, emergency management, EPA, right, county, state, all levels we have people signing up and joining because everybody who sees the value in it are the first wave of early adopters who are becoming part of the organization. And through their help, we are building our organization. And as we grow, we're going to be able to attract more and do more. So every little thing we do is going to have a geometric impact in making a difference in the community we serve, which is the greater Chicago. And Mm -hmm. in that process, we will also grow and thrive. So it is something that we give and get and serve and grow together. Well, this is one of the great strengths of being an American is the diversity that this country has. Mm -hmm. Um, We're not one, one people, one nation, one, um, well, when I say nationality, it, it's everybody from every country, yes. every, uh-huh. you know, and that's what makes it great. So our organization, we, we want that. We want old, young, middle, uh, because the power of organizations is also in networking, networking, knowing people. Certainly. Um, when you have projects that you're trying to move forward, it takes it takes people. It takes a movement. Um, so you're building connections, whether it be um, for career career purposes, or mm-hmm. it could be, you know, some kind of um, uh, nonprofit um, social movement that we're trying to move forward. Uh, but it's about connections. So um, this this organization, I think, is is going to do that and I'm 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 happy to be a part of it and happy to be in the ground floor of creating this chapter so um, yes and I think I we are all so uh, fortunate to be in a time and place where the circumstances are right the mood is right and there is this uh, urgent desire to be a part of the change because what we have is really not working for any of us in our communities, right? So we are at the right time, at the right place. And 
as long as we continue to gather around us people who have the same vision uh, Mm -hmm. but different perspectives, Mm -hmm. there is no place but going forward for us. And that is what excites me. And just yesterday I was looking through our membership roster and we have people in their early 70s and we have people in their 19s and 20, I mean, you know, 19, 20 year olds, which means we have four or five generations in our organization and we're already seeing the benefit of it. The young people bring a lot of that social media and uh, marketing and ability to use the modern technology to get the messages out. But they Uh also know that they have a lot to learn from the older seasoned professionals as they grow in their careers. And the older seasoned professionals know that while they have something to give the young people, they also have a lot to learn from them. And I have seen where we have partnered a student with a professional. Both are learning and growing, and they are both benefiting from that pairing. And I couldn't be happier to see how those individual relationships are also blossoming as we groom the next generation. Right, right. So just two weeks ago, we did a show uh, with our social media marketing director and her intern, and they were, you know, very detailed in talking about what other things they've learned from each other and how that role with that partnership has become much richer than it would have been with one person or the other. And Absolutely. And these are the things that make it fun, right? I mean, yes, we are an organization. Yes, we are mission-oriented. Yes, we are trying to accomplish things. But that human relationship part and the things we are doing in our community and to serve our community, that keeps it fun and engaging. And hopefully it will keep us all young, too. Right, right. Well, I think no matter what job you're in, um, it's not the job itself that that's, um, requires a lot of time and energy. It's the relationships, nurturing and caring for those mm-hmm. relationships. Yes, um, yes. Um, because if you don't have those connections, um, you know, things are going to be more difficult. So, um, Couldn't agree with being you. Being mentors mm-hmm. and, and having interns join our organization, that's an excellent idea. It mm-hmm. not only helps us um, with the management responsibilities of the organization. Oh, helps them too. We're giving them work skills. Yes. They're learning um, and they're, they're getting involved and learning how to how to actually run an organization like this. So yes. um, mm-hmm. really, really beneficial to all parties. Yes, on that wonderful thought, I am going to take us to a break, and when we come back, let us, let us continue to build on that. Hold that thought, okay. Kathy. Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. If you are looking for an outstanding keynote speaker, look no further than Dr. Cass Henry. Cass is available to speak to your company. She also offers organizational leadership development seminars and workshops. These seminars can integrate learning and development, customer service, processes and financial growth. Positive, motivated employees care about their customers and work products. Visit CassHenry.com or follow Dr. Cass Henry on Facebook. That's K-A-S-Henry.com. 
for more information. Organizational training does not have to be a difficult job. Visit Dr. Cass Henry's site to find out more about her organizational training curriculum development and global organizational training webinars. These informative webinars cover leadership development, career path and succession planning, financial performance improvement and change management, and corporate finance. For more information, please visit CassHenry.com and follow Cass Henry on Facebook. That's CassHenry.com. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. You're listening to Unleash Your Inner Goldilocks. How to get it just right. To reach Dr. Cass Henry or her guest today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to Henry at hotmail.com. Now, back to this week's program. Welcome back to Unleash Your Inner Goldilocks, How to Get It Just Right. You're joining us back on the episode, Driving Accountability and Stewardship. We are continuing professional education. Engaging with me in this conversation is Kathy Resman from Southern Illinois University. Kathy, as we went for break, we were talking about the importance of a multi-generational organization and the value of bringing students in and giving them internship opportunities to get those technical skills that are transferable in a workplace so that we give color and life to the content they have learned in class and how through that process, everybody wins, right? The organization wins, the potential employees who end up hiring them win, the student wins, and ultimately the society wins. So it is when there is not a win-lose situation and it's a win-win-win partnership, that is the most viable uh, condition that we are creating. And building off of that win-win-win partnership, because a lot of times we live in a world of winners and losers, how do you think that we should shape our webinars and our education programs to give the framework that we need to give people in terms of both the technical expertise from a broader perspective, not just in their field, but in a variety of fields, as well as the soft skills of leadership and stewardship. As we shape our programs, how do you see us uh, being able to develop the right content? Well, I think um, I, I think we're going to be leaning on our membership to give us um, some ideas. Mm-hmm. on um, what kind of professional development they're looking for. Mm-hmm. Um, as we develop the programming, I know sometimes we hire folks 
but there's most likely a lot of expertise within our own group. So I think tapping into that expertise uh, is going to be important. And as we develop the professional learning uh, modules or pieces, we want to make sure that we've got just a well-rounded group um, looking at this. So we would want mentors, we would want interns, we would want uh, variants in um, uh, professional background, mm-hmm. professional experience. And, um, you know, I think we would look to... There's a there's a person responsible, but maybe put together a subcommittee that mm-hmm. um, that works on that. Yes, um, uh-huh. and I'm glad you brought the subcommittee piece because we've already established an education subcommittee, and mm-hmm. we actually have curriculum that we can anchor it on because as part of AGA. AG already mm-hmm. has a professional credentialing program for people who are responsible for government funds. So the CGFM program, uh, Certified Governmental Finance Manager program, already has curriculum that looks at the various components, including the leadership and stewardship component. And so we will use that as a straw man for us to build our initial curriculum. We will bring professionals from the uh, world outside of our own organization to deliver content that is truly cutting edge from the perspective of who's delivering that content in the workplace as a solution. Right. And the advantage we're also going to have is we are going to be a certified sponsor of continuing professional education credit. We are going to get, we have just filed for our certification uh, issuing credentials. So we can sponsor certified programs that are accepted across the state of Illinois And as long as we are able to meet that requirement and meet that qualitative standards and we meet the governmental financial stewardship requirement that is coming through the CGFM guidance, we should have a very strong framework to start our programming. And then over time, definitely we will build a bank of uh, offerings And the other advantage we will have is, like we did last month, partner with other chapters, deliver webinars for other chapters and have members of other chapters engage with us, then have members of another chapter deliver to us and then both different groups engage in a conversation as part of that educational process. And all of a sudden, we are cross-pollinating beyond the greater Chicago area across the state borders. And I think... That is another enriching component of learning in this adult environment. And, and yes, that is a, that's a great way to do it, Dr. Henry. Mm-hmm. I think and you, one led, of, you recently led um, a webinar, didn't you? Yes, yes. So that's the webinar yes. I was referring to. We uh, had a, a webinar on emotional intelligence as a um, necessary foundation for leadership success. And we talked about how when you are a person who understands the importance of EQ and emotional intelligence, you realize as a leader, you have to manage yourself and serve others. 
Mm-hmm. And the mistake a lot of people make in their role as bosses is they try to manage other people and serve themselves, right? So that mm-hmm. stark difference is what makes an organization of uh, groups within an organization successful or not. People will follow a leader, but people will not follow a boss. No. No. Those were some key principles I learned back in the 90s with General Electric, actually. Mm -hmm. Um, I had uh, worked with GE for 21 years, and I actually had quite a few mentors in that organization. And one of the key things about that organization Mm -hmm. is they were cutting edge. So, um, oh, just way ahead of the curve. Um, so, um, yes, I see what you're saying. It's, um, and those of us who have straddled both the business side and the university side truly have an added advantage because we have seen it in practice and we get to immerse ourselves in the books too. So, I truly, truly count my blessings that I get to play in all three worlds, right? The government world, the private sector world, the university world, and the knowledge I gain and the um, expansion of my thinking that comes about by playing in these three worlds is unparalleled because no amount of classroom education or no amount of executive experience alone is going to deliver that combined effect. And we are uniquely positioned to give that experience to everybody who's part of this organization because in this organization, we're bringing the three worlds together. Yes. So what excites you about bringing the various uh, universities and the professional cadre from the public and private sector? And we're educating everybody, but we're also engaged in community service activities like training our students to do taxes and going into low-income communities to do their taxes or do fundraisers for various causes. So we are impacting our community and through learning, we're also growing. And then we're taking our learning and shaping the community we're in, right? So given the time and place we're in, in a social, civil society, what excites you about what we are doing? Well, always working with people excites me. So um, working with people that are in the same line of work that I'm in, so other uh-huh. universities, I'm very uh-huh. open to new and creative and innovative ideas. So those are the things that I find exciting about working with this organization. Um, the community service activity, those are great. They're, you know, we've talked about some of the uh, organizations that we want to support. So mm-hmm. that's, always, that's always great. How are we giving back to the community? How are we, you know, helping the community? Uh, as an organization, I think that's part of everyone's civic responsibility. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's exciting how we can do that and the different ways that we'll do it. We've also talked about we're not going to pigeonhole our organization and just say, okay, we're going to work with this one nonprofit. We're looking at multiple things yes, that we uh, want to get involved in. Uh, so I like that. Anywhere from um, 
you know, homeless, um, mm-hmm. supporting homeless um, initiatives. To we talked about, um, you know, active trans um, supporting that alternative transportation organization in Chicago. So those were just the variants of ideas mm-hmm. that we had. Uh, Including the food pantries in every community we are going to meet. We are going to do a food pantry drive for that community every time we're in a community. Exactly. And, you know, we'll be hosting some of our meetings at the Bensonville Fire Station. So Mm -hmm. um, they have certain community initiatives that we'll be supporting. Uh, So all that's pretty exciting. Uh, You know, being involved with the community, meeting different people um, who are in all kinds of positions, uh, that part's going to be really fun, really fun. I think so, too. I'm really looking forward to working with some interns as well. Mm -hmm. Um, I've done that in in the past, um, but this will be a new experience, so in this organization. So I'm looking forward to that as well. Good things to come. And I too am looking forward to it. And I am fascinated by how open-minded everybody is as they come and engage with us, which is so refreshing compared to what you hear when you turn on the TV, right? So it truly (laughs) gives us an opportunity to see the real pulse of our community and take the goodness that we see and amplify the goodness instead of dwelling and getting buried in the negativity around us. I love the fact that we are a group of folks who have the ability to see the glass half full. I I, I agree with you. Everyone I've met has been very positive, um, you know, excited about joining the organization. Um, So that part is going to be great. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, uh, and, and that's the kind of organization we want to build, um, where everybody has a can-do attitude, a positive attitude, and they're open to ideas and different thoughts. Yes, and totally agree. And the whole purpose is to serve because there is no personal gain here. It's all about serving and bringing the community together so that the community thrives. And to come together in a selfless way to serve and be this excited is something I think that we have given ourselves the best gift for the holiday season. And with that encouraging thought, we're going to go into our final break and we will pick this up on the other side. Build your better business. Achieve that goal. Make good on that resolution. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. If you are looking for an outstanding keynote speaker, look no further than Dr. Cass Henry. Cass is available to speak to your company. She also offers organizational leadership development seminars and workshops. These seminars can integrate learning and development, customer service, processes, and financial growth. Positive, motivated employees care about their customers and work products. Visit CassHenry.com or follow Dr. Cass Henry on Facebook. That's K-A-S-Henry.com for more information. Organizational training does not have to be a difficult job. 
Visit Dr. Cass Henry's site to find out more about her organizational training curriculum development and global organizational training webinars. These informative webinars cover leadership development, career path and succession planning, financial performance improvement and change management, and corporate finance. For more information, please visit CassHenry.com and follow Cass Henry on Facebook. That's CassHenry.com. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog, Press Pass? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. Build your better business. Achieve that goal. Make good on that resolution. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. You're listening to Unleash Your Inner Goldilocks. How to get it just right. To reach Dr. Cass Henry or her guest today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to Henry at hotmail.com. Now, back to this week's program. Welcome back to Unleash Your Inner Goldilocks, how to get it just right. You're joining us in the episode, Driving Accountability and Stewardship by our continuing professional education. I am continuing my very, very interesting conversation with Kathy Resmond from Southern Illinois University. Kathy, as we went to break, you were voicing your thoughts about um, having a question for me. So go ahead, voice your question. So Dr. Henry, um, I'm curious what were the driving factors that led you to see that there was an, a possibility to begin a new chapter of AGA mm-hmm. and, and why you moved that forward? Very, very insightful question, and I'm glad you asked that, Kathy. Um, I've been teaching the governmental space now for 18 years through Southern Illinois University. And when I'm teaching the governmental space, I'm talking to them about the stewardship and the fiscal responsibility and the accountability and leadership, right? I'm teaching fiscal aspects, data analytics, and leadership to police, fire, homeland, security, and military. And that's my weekend world. Then in the evenings, I am teaching the MBA programs at North Park University And there we are talking to theology masters and MBA students, and we are talking about how do you take your management skills and build a organization, whether it's a religious institution or a business, in a viable way to drive positive uh, impact to the community. And then I'm working during my daytime as an executive in the financial world, trying to make an impact in delivering uh, long-term value creation for our investors while keeping front and center uh, our governance and stewardship responsibilities to the entire community. And in the business world, the community is truly the global community. As an immigrant who chose to come to America, who's lived and traveled and worked all over the world, 
and having had the opportunity to play in the public, private, and government space, and having run a uh, pension fund as a CFO and managed a $22 billion operation, I started seeing where government felt that the private sector is the enemy. The private sector felt the government is the enemy. In the classroom, everybody is focused on teaching the students content and nobody is grooming the students to actually have the work skills to enter the workplace. And the only thing that the universities are pushing in the traditional uh, educational environment is private sector work and not public sector work. So services not pushed, performance-based compensation is the type of employment that is being pushed, right? So when I see Mm -hmm. all of it, I see how we are socially engineering an unsustainable future. If nobody goes to work for a government, the democracy fails because democracy requires, by its very definition, people working for government. And when people working for government come and tell me I don't like the government, I tell them, Well, every morning when you are putting your tie on or you're taking a shave, you may want to say that to yourself because guess what? (laughs) You are the government. When I pay taxes, you're getting paid because you're police, fire, your homeland security, your military, right? So people's definition of government also changes. They think government means politicians. No, politicians are the representatives we send. They're the mouthpieces, right? But the Mm -hmm. actual professional work is done by nonpartisan professional workforce who are not elected, but who choose to go and serve. So Mm -hmm. when I see all these pieces and I see all the disconnect, the natural instinct in me is to try and do something about it because I'm Mm -hmm. a believer that either I'm part of the solution or I'm a part of the problem. Mm -hmm. So I took it upon myself to change that and say, you know what, if I don't like what I'm seeing, in my 23-year life in the United States, that, that's how long I've lived in the United States, I have met a lot of wonderful people and I've had the opportunity to work with these folks and teach these folks and take a life journey with them side by side in different capacities. Why don't I pick up the phone and call them, talk to them? Since we already have a relationship, let's take a survey and see how many of them are gonna be open to taking this journey. And you know what? Every single person I talked wanted to take this journey. And to me, that was all the encouragement I needed because that told me that the time is right. People want it. People need it. Everybody is waiting for somebody to get it started. And if it started, they will come kind of like the field of dreams, build it and they will come. Right. Right. And to and me, that, it has been a experiment in affirming the faith in humanity. Yes. And that, Dr. Cass Henry, is why you and I are friends. And why, when you called me yes. and you said, hey, I'm starting this, I said, okay, I'm in. Yes. Because you are you, natured to want to be a part of the solution. You're natured to want to make this better than you found it, Right. Mm-hmm. Right, right. And we all know right. people like that. We all know people like that. All we need to do is bring them along. And I am amazed at how many people, regardless of their political affiliations, regardless of their age, regardless of their ethnicity, at the very 
core, we all want that. We all want a place where we're proud to be a part of, right? That's correct. I, I believe everybody comes and does the best that they can. And we've just got to tap into that. I think everybody um, and everyone that I've talked to about this organization, I'm, I'm starting to generate some excitement. Um, but I think that's what we look to you for as well. Um, you've tapped into that in myself and the other board members. So mm-hmm. for that, I thank you. Oh, my pleasure and my honor, because this would not be possible if every one of you did not sign up to be a part of this journey, right? Ideas are great, but in order to execute it, no matter how wonderful a person's idea is, you need so many pairs of hands that are actually connected to a heart, right? You need to have that compassion and that humanity to want to do it. And to me, that is what excites me about this, and I'm so so happy to announce to our audience that we are planning our new organization's installation ceremony at the Bensonville Firehouse on the 11th of January, and all the information and details about it is on Facebook. You can friend us and follow us uh, at AGAGC. And even if you are not part of our community, please feel free to learn about us, engage with us, take our lessons learned and best practices and implement in your communities. If we can connect our communities little by little, we can make this world a better place every single day. And as we continue down this path and we come to the closure of our show, today is the dawn of a new year and the month we celebrate Martin Luther King, January, 2018. And I want us all to keep front and center the wise words of Dr. King. The function of education is to teach one to think intensively and to think critically. Intelligence plus character, that is the goal of education. Focusing on accountability and responsibility, stewardship, and transparency. We at AGA strive to bring this to you through education and our community service. Our mission is transforming government accountability through collaborative leadership and innovation to build a sustained community of public-private university partnership for our shared prosperity. Please send me your questions, comments to drcasshenry at hotmail.com. And as you begin the new year, do continue to have your shared journey with your chosen fellow travelers. And remember, every human interaction is an opportunity for transformation. So let's go out there, transform lives, and please don't forget to start with your own. Happy New Year. Thank you for tuning in to Unleash Your Inner Goldilocks, how to get it just right. Please join Dr. Cass Henry again next Monday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time and 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel for another edition of the program. We'll see you then.